Oh, thank you, Jungle Jeff, for that wonderful musical introduction. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, there you are just banging those keys. Your fingers are hotter than the August sun beating down on the sidewalks of Phoenix, Arizona, as this whole planet is just hotter and hotter than hell. That's right, Jungle Jim over there, our musical director, creative genius, waiting to fix the tour bus so we can get out there and tour all over and play synthesizer music like it's never been played before. We're going to call it the Synthesize Invasion. Jungle Jim. Hi, this is Tim Marr. This is Failing Up. We're recording this podcast in the basement studio located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River, flowing all the way up to the great Lake of Ontario. Oh, man, the lake is rocking right now. It's a huge lake, Ontario. You know, Jim, it's a huge lake. Huge lake. If you make a right, you're going to go past 1,000 islands. Count them. If you're in a boat, count them. Beginning beginning at the mouth of Lake Ontario, they're one of the few rivers that actually flows north all the way up into the Atlantic Ocean, out around the world, just like this voice of mine. If you make a left, somehow finagle yourself, you're going to get over to Toronto, Canada. Beautiful city right now. Oh, beautiful city. The shores of Toronto. The shores of Toronto. And somehow if you go a little bit south, you're going to find a way to get into Buffalo, over a falls or something. Lake Erie all the way over to Michigan, Huron, Superior, all those great huge bodies of water. My goodness, there's a lot of water around here. You know, we're in the we're in the northeast part of the country, which is soon going to be the part where everybody's going to migrate to. Because in about 50 years, this is going to be the place to live. So by all the land you can up here. Because Florida and anything south of the Mason-Dixon line is just going to be toast and burned and flooded as these the glaciers. You see the glaciers just melting, Jim. You just see those jungle dudes? They're just melting. It's just like chopping. It's like chopping ice off of a, you know, a, your refrigerator defrosting. The the melting of the glaciers is like the refrigerator defrosting. That's what it looks like. It's like when you see it on television or you see photographs or or, or video of it or film or whatever uh, medium they're using or whatever they're actually recording it on digital. It looks like a defrosting refrigerator in the ocean. And what happens when your refrigerator defrosts? You flood the kitchen if you don't have things taken care of. We're going to flood the whole coast. And the northeast is going to be the place to be because the rest of the country is going to be flooded and on fire. Mind you, I'm not here to cause a panic. I'm just making an observation. It's just an observation. What do I know? But I'm just saying I would buy some real estate up the northeast right along the the mighty Seneca River, oh, the Oswego, uh, St. Lawrence. You might want to be the St. Lawrence so you get the hell out of that ocean. That's going to be so high anyways. Oh, my goodness gracious. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You watch it on television all the time, Jim, all the time on television. I was watching. Speaking of television, speaking of television, I come, you know, it, I know advertising, you know, is it, advertising is a great business. I always admired those that, create ads you know and everybody everybody seems to pay attention to the ads right at the super bowl the super bowl is where we really start paying attention to the creative genius of advertisers and, and everybody you know people say i watch it i watch it for the commercials what a compliment I, I watch it for the commercial i don't really care for football but boy do i watch i watch it for the commercial i sit in front of that television set for three and a half hours for the commercial some people, some people want the halftime show. Where it's like 12 minutes, 20, 20 minutes, 12 minutes. So I watch it for the, because all oh, those new commercials are going to come out. Oh, they're great. You know, and they are. They're creative geniuses with those commercials. You know, but now when I was growing up, there was a little, there was subliminal advertising and there was a little, you know, there was a little left to the imagination. But now it's just too much info. Oh, I'm going to, too much information. I'm going to have a little swig of, uh, 
Great Lake water. That's right. Great Lake water. Oh. Hmm. You know, we have a couple lakes around here. We have Great Lakes and Finger Lakes. And I actually had some Finger Lake water water pumped into this region from the lovely Skinny Atlas Lake. So clear when you stand along the shores, you can see the bottom. Just like my soul. Um, but in any event, it used to be where you watched a television commercial and there was some type of imagination. There was a cute jingle and, and it stuck in your head. And there was a character that was re a repetitive character in, in the commercial. And, and, and that character almost became like a friend of yours. You know, Madge used to dip the... Um, uh, the, the hands and, uh, and the soap, palm olive soap or whatever it was. And, uh, but the one of the most famous of all time was Mr. Whipple. Mr. Whipple, please don't squeeze the Charmin. And the whole premise behind that commercial was that Charmin was so soft and Char Charmin was so gentle that you just wanted to wipe your ass with it all day long. You wanted to make love to Charmin. You couldn't keep your hands off of Charmin. Charmin was, people went into stores just to squeeze the Charmin. Not even to use the Charmin, just to touch the Charmin because they craved that Charmin to touch their bodies. I don't even think it was referred to as toilet paper. I think it was toilet tissue. You know, toilet tissue, like your, like your anus has to blow its nose. That's what it was. Charmin was toilet tissue. Your anus had to blow your nose, so you wiped it with Charmin. How ingenious was that? Don't call it toilet paper. Who wants to put paper on their dirty ass? It was toilet tissue to gently blow your ass with, just like you would blow your nose with a Kleenex. It was Charmin. You didn't have to say anything else about it. You didn't have to demonstrate the plies. You didn't have to have these little teddy bears that go in to the bathroom and discuss how clean they feel because they get things out of the nooks and crannies. Now there's nothing left to the imagination. I was watching a Jim. I was watching a commercial. There's these new commercials out now about I don't know what it is, but it's really something. But it was about women and 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 cleaning after they go to the bathroom. And this one woman is like a dentist, and she's and she's she's treating the patient, and all of a sudden it talks about odor, and she and she's like getting overrun by things. And next thing you know, spaghetti like dirty spaghetti's coming out of her underneath her and it's overtaking her and the spaghetti is supposed to be representing the odor and so here she is on the floor with spaghetti which is supposed to be crap and this is on television and it's all about this special cleansing tissue that that can get it all out and clean everything out for those areas that aren't easy to clean my god i can't eat spaghetti anymore you know the references to me i can't even eat spaghetti anymore she was being engulfed, and that's all commercials about, you know. This one, there's this one commercial where this woman is selling some type of specialized cream, you know, and it goes to the areas that stink. And the areas that stink, she demonstrates. There's like f f uh, three areas she demonstrates that stink, you know, and she, she goes right through them. Boom, 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 boom. Stink, 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 stink. Pits, pits, legs, crotch. Stink. Put the stuff on, you'll never stink again. But this woman was being engulfed by spaghetti, and spaghetti was representing the odor. Do you think I'm ever going to eat spaghetti? Do you think Mr. Whipple ever had to have spaghetti come out of his ass to tell people that Charmin would clean him up? We didn't have to have teddy bears talking about how they got all those nooks and crannies and how good they feel. 
you didn't have to go that far because you understood that if it was toilet tissue, you were blowing your ass. And it was, and then people say, well, blow it out your ass. I'm going to, I got to blow it out my ass. Well, if you blow it out your ass, you're going to use Charmin because it's toilet tissue. Please don't squeeze the Charmin. You know. Yeah, I'm going to hear that. You hear me banging the desk? You hear me banging the desk, Jungle Jim? I know you're over there. Wake up. And then, um, but there's other commercials where they, where they use, sometimes they use, like, food. I don't understand why they use food. So, uh, horrible disease, Peroni's disease. And that's, you know, where the, the male penis gets some type of scar tissue and it's bent and it cannot be straightened out. It's bent due to, due to scar tissue to some severe injury. So now I don't even know that existed. And I'm the kind of guy when once I hear something exists, oh, my God. And now they're using cucumbers. And cucumbers to demonstrate the, you know, there's a whole, first they're talking about, you know, if you're a Peroni, man, see your doctor. Of course you're going to see your doctor. But but then it talks about to, to demonstrate um, how everyone's penis, cock, dick, whatever you want to call it, biological all the way to the street, junk, garbage, is, uh, is a junk or garbage? Junk. Your junk. You got your junk. How's your junk? How's your junk? How's your junk? Hey, Jim, how's your junk? How's your junk, huh? How's your junk? Uh, my junk is tired. <laughs> oh boy, that's not good. So um, anyway, I digress around my junk. But anyway, so so to demonstrate visually on the screen a bent penis or junk or whatever you want to call it, they use cucumbers and to demonstrate that everything's shaped. You know, every there's different sizes, all different sizes of cucumbers, and how through therapy and medication and exercise and all this stuff, there's a potential to straighten out. Let, first of all, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. Now I'm not a doctor, you know, I'm not, and I'm not a urologist, but I'm going to have a glass of water. I'm going to have a little sip of water so I can pee later tonight. Thank you. Oh my God, that was good water. Oh, Finger Lake water, nothing like it. Oh, going to make me choke. In any event, um, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a urologist. I don't know anything about anything. I mean, I really, I'm, I'm really not. I'm just, I'm just some guy. But in any event. To use, they're using cucumbers because I guess a cucumber can look like a penis, and I'm sure a cucumber has been used at times to uh, substitute possibly for a penis. I'm, I'm just guessing. I don't know that. I'm just guessing. It just seems like if they're using it in a commercial, that idea came from someplace. That idea to utilize a cucumber to represent a penis came from somewhere. Somebody said, oh, hey, you, know, you ever think of using a cucumber? And somebody said, well, where'd you get that idea from? Oh, I don't know. It just popped in my head. <laughs> anyway, so um, they use cucumbers. Cucumbers. I love cucumbers in salad. Um, but first of all, I'm not a urologist. I'm not a doctor. But I'm going to tell you right now, cucumbers never bend. I don't care what shape the cucumber is. It's not a good uh, replication of what you want to do if you want to have hope to never to get rid of that bending because the cucumber is never going to bend. You're never going to. It's going to break. You're never going to straighten out a cucumber that is bent. You're just never going to do it. I don't care who you are. I don't care how you're thinking. You ain't going to do it, number one. Number two, I like cucumbers in my salad. And I slice them up, and now I feel like a Lorena Bobbitt who sliced up her husband's penis as I put the cucumber in my salad. And and now I can't eat cucumbers because all I can think of is Peroni's disease. So it's like putting a penis in my salad. Yeah, you hear me banging that deck, uh, desk there, Jungle Jim, which can't be healthy. 
So there's nothing, there's just nothing left to the um, imagination when it comes to sales. It's almost, it's almost like you put it in your face. And then it's fear sales. I mean, it's fear sales. Because you know the people who don't have some of this stuff are out buying it. You know, like, I got to get that. Oh, my gosh, she's got spaghetti all over her. She's, I stink. Do I stink? The thing is, when you ask somebody if you stink, they're never going to tell you. Unless they really don't like it. Do I stink? No, I smell great. Do I stink? Nah, you smell good. Do you, do you smell something? Yeah, I smell. Nobody says, yeah, I smell you. Boy, you stink. Nobody nobody ever says that. But there was a time. There was a time There was a time where you didn't even see people put deodorant on. I don't need to see you actually put the... Not that I don't give a crap if you put deodorant on television, but I don't need to see you put the deodorant on. I don't need to see it go on to your arms. You know? I think it's interesting when they use the... You know, for uh, grooming, grooming down below, as they say, I think it's interesting that they use like mini hedge clippers, you know, and, and the various shapes that you can have, kind of sample shapes for uh, how you want to trim your trim. Use the, use the. But for the longest time, and I bet you Charmin was like the leading, leading toilet tissue sales of all time. And all they said was, don't squeeze the Charmin. They didn't say any, they didn't even mention the word wipe. They didn't mention the word stink. They didn't mention the word hygiene. They didn't mention a rear end. They didn't anything. They had this old, they had this guy in the store, this harmless man in the store, hiding behind rolls and rolls of toilet tissue. As women came from miles and miles around to go into the grocery store just to squeeze the toilet tissue, not even toilet paper toilet tissue and all this guy would spend his whole day doing is telling them oh don't squeeze the Charmin or he would he, he was frustrated by it or actually any store order would be thankful that people were were buying the toilet tissue and of course during the pandemic people bought all kinds of toilet tissue or toilet paper it was called toilet paper but the more you I watch television now there's just it's just shoved into your fit sometimes it's like oh my god you know There's nothing left to the imagination. And, used, and, and some of the commercials still are really creative, people, but it used to be where you, you, you gave a little effort, you know, you gave a little effort into, uh, you know, into, into the commercial instead of just too much, too much information. I know why people want quality toilet paper. I know why people want deodorant. I know where deodorant goes. I know where the proportionally greatest parts of body odor can come from. I don't need to see a map in front of me on a television show when I'm laying on a couch, catching some Z's. But anyway, I hear you, Jungle Jim. This is Tim Marr, and this is Failing Up. Bye-bye.